The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Well, anyhow, dear, are you happy with the few changes Mr. Rogers and I made in the plans for the new house? Oh, yeah. By golly, I tell you, you've done a really magnificent job, Mr. Roberts. Oh, really well, thank you. There's nothing that makes an architect happier than to know he's made his clients happy. No? Well. Oh, I think the house is going to be just wonderful. I'm so thrilled with everything. Well, i got to admit, dear, the house is really going to be lovely. Oh, it's going to be charming, different, unusual. And yet extremely useful and livable. Oh, yes, 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 that's right. Well. Well, now I guess we'd better get down to making a decision about the bids. Uh, where's that big envelope I brought in with me? A large uh, yellow one. Oh, here, here it is, right here, Mr. Rogers. Uh. Mr. Rogers checked with Mr. Sprague in Boston the other day, dear, and we're definitely going to get the old floors and beams and hinges and things from Laura's house. It's definite. Oh, no, really? And Mr. Rogers has stayed up nights practically to make these changes so we can get the house started. You have been wonderful, Mr. Rogers, really. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Now, um, I submitted this to four contractors and got their bids on it this morning. Now, I don't quite understand all that. Why don't we just give it to one contractor that you know is reliable, Mr. Rogers? I mean, you must have had experience with one special one, you know. <laughs> Oh, now, now, darling. She's cute, isn't she, Mr. Rogers? No head for business, but she's cute. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't say things like that. You make me feel so stupid. Oh, darling, I'm well. sorry. No, no, I didn't mean to, honey. The point is that you always submit bids to different contractors, so you see which one will give you the lowest estimate. Ah, here we are. Sure. Now, here I have listed the four contractors contracting firms and their estimates. There you are. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. For goodness sakes, what's the matter? Ooh. Let me see it. Ooh. What do they think they're building? The, the, the Taj Mahal? Now, I think before we get all excited, there Ooh, are a few things we can deduce from this. Deduce? By golly, we'd better reduce. Look at these bids. <laughs> Who's the man with the genial, good humor fairly twinkling away behind his outsized glasses? Robert Q, that's who. And who's the man whose mischievous variety show is yours to enjoy every weekday evening and Saturdays in the daytime, too? Robert Q, that's who. Tonight, over most of these same fun-loving stations, enjoy CBS Radio's refreshing Robert Q. Lewis show with its music, with its songs, and its fun. Rogers talk. Yeah, yeah, fine. You talk. I'm speechless. Well, there's really only one bid here that I consider rather outrageous. One? Now, 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 dear. One. I must admit, Mr. Rogers, they all seem much higher than we had planned. Well, <laughs> you've got to remember, as we made the plans for the house, I warned you that there were certain items which you had not allowed for in your budget. What do you mean? He means things like you're insisting on having closets all over the place. Well, huh? it isn't only the closets. You wanted your den a certain way. You wanted a large window overlooking the lake. Well, yes, yes, but certainly one window. Well, one large window, an extra closet here, a doorway there, a larger kitchen, another fireplace, and I don't like to remind you, but I did warn you both that even an extra foot here or there makes quite a difference. 
Well, my goodness, I didn't realize it made all that difference. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Well, I... are you all right, dear? I am far from all right. I'm in a state of shock. <laughs> well, now things aren't as bad as all that. For example, as I started to say, I think we can discount two of these bids at once. You'll notice there's a difference of nearly $10,000 in their bids. Yeah. That in itself is absurd. Humphrey and Muglet have a reputation for bidding high. And you'd be surprised how many times they're chosen. People feel they're getting the best. However, you can get the same quality of work and materials from others at much less... Well, what about this one, Burns, Higgins, and Plunkett? They seem to be the lowest. Well, there again, they always bid low. But they have a tendency to uh, throw in extras, and they have to be watched like hawks. Isn't that dishonest? Well, no, not exactly dishonest. The main trouble is, I think they do rather slipshod work. Well, why oh. bother even getting a bid from them, then? Well, it's interesting and necessary to get an overall picture. Frankly, I recommend Sam Dibble. Good man, honest, reliable. He takes pride in his work and does a good job. Now, look here. we got to face some facts. This is certainly far more, far more than we ever expected to spend for a house. Yeah. Well, unquestionably, I feel we ought to look over the plans again and see if we can't cut a few corners here and there. Cut a few corners? we better slice off half, half the house. Now, darling, don't be that way. Instead of getting excited, let's see what we can cut down on, all right? Yeah. Well, now, let's spread the plans out so we can all see them. One thing, I'm not giving up any closets. So we have got to cut down. I'm we not giving up any closets. I don't see you offering to give up anything. Well, look, what can I give up? Most of the changes were your ideas. Why don't you give up some of those expensive things that don't show, like your, your copper plumbing or something, which you insisted on, and, and all that fancy insulation, and the way you insisted on the foundation being built, and Mr. Rogers said that would cost much more. Look, if we're <laughs> building a house now, don't you want it built right? Now, yes, now, now let's down. all keep calm and go over the idea. Items one by one. Of course, as I pointed out to begin with, when you have this many fireplaces, that runs into money. Well, look, I have got to have a fireplace in my den. That's one of the main things that I have been counting on. Now, then there's the uh, screened-in porch. We have to have a porch. Oh, oh, golly, I don't know what to do. Well, I think we can still pare things down a bit here and there. Such as? Well, some smaller items. The indirect lighting. Of course, you've got to remember you're going to have a beautiful house. One you can be very proud of, and one... I might add, we've all worked a long time planning, since uh, January to be exact. Oh, dear, has it been that long? And as I explained to you the very first evening, you can't have an $80,000 house for $10,000. Mr. Rogers, we told you to begin with that we could spend about $30,000 with what we get from the sale of this house, plus a mortgage from the ah, bank. Ah, yes, but your $30,000 house began to look more and more like a $100,000 house, remember? Yeah. <laughs> now you're going to save money by getting the floors and beams and paneling from the old house in Boston, so there'll be considerable saving right there. Well, Mr. Rogers, what I don't understand, actually, this new house of ours is sort of the same type as your house, and you said you built that for only 26000 23 years ago. It would cost me more than twice that now. Building costs have gone up as I believe I pointed out to both of you to begin with. Yes, 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 you did, you did. Well, I don't know where the money's going to come from to pay for this palace. 
Did you just tell me one thing? This figure, which we trust will get pared down, as you put it, but, but this figure is all, right? I mean, there will be... But will there be any additional costs for anything? Not unless you add any extras on that you haven't thought of so far. Oh, no. Oh, no, boy, no. We're no, not no, no do that that no. is definite. Yes, <laughs> well, yes. then I think we can safely say this is the cost of your lovely new home. <laughs> well, dear, I want the house terribly, but now is the time we must decide. Definitely. I, I mean, it's still not too late to back out, and if you feel that we should... You mean not build a house at all? Well, if my husband feels that we well, shouldn't... Well, it's uh... up to you, of course, but I would think that have, having already spent considerable time and money working out the plan, <laughs> you'd be sorry all your life. Well, we haven't spent any money yet. That's the point. Well, <clears throat> naturally... Uh, dear, why, why don't you fix some coffee? I think we all need a little refreshment. I'll, I'll get the cups down. Oh, oh heavens and... no, dear. I can do no, it No, 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 dear. Let, let me help you. I'd like to. Oh, Mr. Rogers, would you excuse us? There, <laughs> there is one little item I'd like to discuss course, with my wife. Of course, <laughs> What's the matter? I, just, uh, look, close the door. What do you mean we haven't spent any money? Don't you realize Mr. Rogers has to be paid? Paid? Of course he has to be paid. What's the matter with you? That's his business. You think he's doing all this for fun? No, no. I, I, I just didn't think of it. I mean, I thought he got paid after the house is built. We haven't paid him a dime, and he's been working on this house since January, as he just pointed out, not very subtly. How much do we have to pay him? Well, a percentage of what the house costs to build. Ten percent, I think. You mean the more the house costs, the more money he gets? Yeah, sure. Oh, dear. Then when we try to cut down on things, we're also cutting down his money. Well, yeah, in a way, sure. <laughs> it's embarrassing, isn't it? Well, I don't know how embarrassing it is. I do know he looks sort of pale when you suggested not building the house at all, having put in five months planning it. Oh, dear. Well, what do you think, dear? Uh, fix the coffee. We'll talk about it. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Experience is a great teacher, yet experience alone is not enough. One must also have the ability and intelligence to learn from experience. No one knows that better than CBS radio listeners who day after day rely on CBS newsmen to provide them with a full understanding of current events. Two noteworthy examples of the high caliber of CBS newsmen are Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas, who come to you on CBS radio five days a week over most of these same stations. Each of them can boast of years of experience in gathering and appraising the news. Extensive travel has equipped them with a first-hand knowledge of the world, not only in terms of the world's geography, climate, and customs, but in the personal acquaintance that they enjoy with the very people most likely to make history. Their training and background is reflected in every news report they make. So is their intelligence, good judgment, and taste. Hear Edward R. Murrow and Lowell Thomas tonight for a better understanding of the day's history. Well, Mr. Rogers... We have decided to take the plunge. Oh, fine, <laughs> fine. Mm -hmm. You won't be sorry. No, indeed. <laughs> and another thing, Mr. Rogers, we were just saying how wonderful you've been putting up with all all this for months. Oh, and now, Putting now. up it's, with it's, us. It's and been, <laughs> been a lot of fun. Well, it's occurred to us that maybe we ought to write you a little check this evening. Oh, now, that's all right. Hadn't even thought of money as far as I was concerned. There, I told you Mr. Rogers loved working with us, dear. Oh, yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> Cream and sugar, Mr. Rogers? Uh, just one lump of sugar. <laughs> well, one thing, at least 
least we now know the limit of the expenses, so I know what to shoot for. Um, how soon do you think we can begin digging, Mr. Rogers? Well, two weeks. Oh, two weeks. I can hardly wait. The first thing oh. you better do tomorrow, I'll give you the plans. You'd better get to the bank and see about the mortgage. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I don't think I'll have any trouble. No, no. The only thing, we might be held up a little while the bank makes their title search. Title search? Seems to me I paid $75 when I bought the property to have the title search. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes. But the bank makes a little search of their own. After all, they're investing money, too, you know. Well, who pays for the second title search? Oh, it, it won't amount to much, considering the overall cost. In other words, I pay for it. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. And, and that may run you a little more. A bank is inclined to be a little more thorough, you know, when they investigate the title to property. How much? Oh, that uh, may run you two fifty. Well, that isn't much, dear. Two dollars and a half? Uh, dear, I think Mr. Rogers means $250. Oh, yes, but oh. it'll be worth it. You'll know your title is absolutely free and clear. Oh, honey, let's stop thinking about the money. Otherwise, it's going to spoil a whole house for us. She's right. She's right. <laughs> Instead, picture yourself sitting on the porch of your new house, <laughs> smoking your pipe, yeah. relaxing. You better leave some space in the basement, Mr. Rogers, so I have a room to put a small printing press. I may want to run off some $1,000 bills in my spare time. Oh, honey. One thing about him, Mr. Rogers, no matter what happens, he always keeps his sense of humor. <laughs> I'm losing it. I'll tell you that. I'm losing it. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with John Gibson as Mr. Rogers and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.